This is Dr. Elisa Tonywatt, and I helped save Joey's life. You're listening to Rock Strikes 10. What you are about to hear is a labor of love, our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rock Strikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. Okay, so it's been about a month since I put a show out. Now in the past, I have taken a month off here and there. Not for any lack of interest in doing the show. Uh, I had some pretty good excuses the last couple of times. Uh, I took a month off at one point to do the Prince tribute, which was a big to-do, big four-parter. I was also currently working on the Bowie tribute shows at the same time, so I feel like that was worthy of taking a month off because I still get good traction about those shows. Uh, Second of all, I took a month off to do the 21 Shows and 21 Days Marathon for the Kiss song titles remain the same. Go back and check out all those shows. Those are some of my favorite shows ever. But before we get to what I'm doing here and why it's taking so long, I'm bringing back a favorite of the show. So favorite, in fact, that you hear her voice at the top and bottom of the show every time now. My better half, Nola. Welcome back to the show. Hey, everybody. It's glad to be back. I don't know why I insist on waving when I say hi. So just so you guys know, I am waving. Yes. I'm sending all the positive vibes your way. Um, I hope everybody's doing okay. Yeah, I hope so too. So why did I take a month off? And you might be wondering why the, we, we definitely need further explanation as to the ID at the top of the show. So that was, uh, that was the lady that, uh, the doctor, the, the doctor, Dr. T as she likes to be called. Uh, yeah. As she uh, took a little credit in helping save my life, and it's absolutely true. You know, I guess like the last week of March, I uh, had a heart attack, <laughs> as George Carlin would say. Uh, so that's in short what happened to me. Uh, so glad to be here, glad to be alive. And, uh, you know, my follow up went so well at the cardiologist today that I uh, felt uh, like I should get an ID for my doctor. So, yeah. Is that a first in podcasting? I don't know. But I'm going to take credit for it and hope you enjoyed that little bit out there. So, yeah. I'm home. I'm healthy. Everything's looking good. I'm even losing weight. So, I am finally motivated. I know I did a show about it uh, almost three years ago about how I need to get my shit together. So, I waited a bit too long to get my shit together, but uh, the hand is forced and I'm doing good now. Well, you know, it's not... It's not so much that you've been unmotivated. We did wrangle our ducks into the into the pond area a yeah. few years ago, and now we're actually lining them up. Yeah, exactly. We let them be free-range chickens, and, and now it's like, okay, now we're going to get a little militant here. Yeah, so. now, now we're going to build a fence. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much done with all the crappy food, or, you know, it wasn't crappy food. It was just food that was bad for me internally. I, I miss the food. I love the food, but, uh, you know, life goes on. But we got the clear that you are able to, you're able to indulge in moderation occasionally. Yeah. It's not so strict, and so you have to do this or you're going to end back up here. Yeah. This was the best doctor visit I've ever had in my life, so I'm just in a good mood today, and so I'm finally motivated to do a show, so... I appreciate your patience out there, but there you go. Best excuse ever. I had a heart attack, but I'm here. It was a little one. It was, 
Best possible heart attack. Yeah. If, if you know anything or have any family members that have had I'm sorry if you have had that or if you are close to someone who has had it, it's the shits. Uh, but I had uh, one stent out of the five possible stents I could have. I have one stent now. So best possible heart attack. Never passed out. Never lost consciousness. Man, but that's a lot of pain. I hope none of you ever experienced that or your loved ones experience that. Okay. Let's get to the theme of the show and to the music, because that's what you tune in for, not for my ass. I mean, maybe a little bit. Uh, partially my ass. Uh, so. Uh, I think you, they just do it for the outros myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, everybody, and I'm not uh, down on anybody doing a, a COVID-19 list or, uh, you know, shows about diseases or social distancing. That's fine. I mean, every, I mean, hell, like, they've got celebrities doing playlists on Spotify for it now. So this is nothing new under the sun. We're not going to do that. We are going to do a show that's tied in to this pandemic that has just put a chokehold on the world at this point. And this is how we're doing it. We're personalizing it a little bit. However these things have affected a lot of different people, whether they're musicians or their crew or what have you, their families. So we're basically doing a personable show about how the virus has affected us. These are all shows that we had tickets for that we are not going to see at least pretty much probably this year now. We're We're holding out hope that by the fall there will be a cure to where we can all go out and play, but uh, who the hell knows? But as far as I know right now, these shows have directly been affected and they are at least mostly postponed if not canceled altogether uh i will kind of really be like oh i hope this really happens for sure for sure uh, as we go but since i've yacked so much let's just get to the music what do you say nola let's do it okay so this one really hurts uh the real first major thing I, I put in vacation at work for this. We're going to go back to one of the happiest places in the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, to see the second residence of David Lee Roth in Las Vegas. So he was going to be playing at the House of Blues, the Mandalay Bay compound area or what have you. And man, I was really looking forward to this one. First of all, I mean, I know you probably saw the bad reviews on opening night, but as he's been doing the shows more and more, doing the show's opening for KISS. Apparently the voice is back there again and getting really good reviews now. So I didn't care about the initial reviews. I was excited to go no matter what. It was just going to be good to hear that music again live. So I was going to be an easy sell on this one. But now knowing that he was kind of back in the saddle, like hardcore. Got, got back in the groove. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, the band's killing it apparently. And I, I've been listening to the Ross Show episodes that he rebooted prior to this. So I was super duper hyped up. Probably... None more hyped up for a show ever than maybe like the first Kiss reunion show I saw. So our Kiss Vegas show. Yeah, or Kiss, you know, things like that. But that being said, yeah, just just that Kiss show that weekend that we got married. It's yeah, fine. yeah, it's fine. It's I literally just talked about that on the last Ask Me Anything episode. That that was my overall favorite Kiss experience. So, in case you didn't hear it, I hope so. Yeah, the, I'm not driving to work. I'm not listening. I don't. <laughs> I have all this time to listen now. To all these things, yeah. But I just. Yeah, you have to live with me. I get it. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to seeing Dave. Even you seemed pretty excited about it. Yeah, so. I was super excited. I like going back and experiencing Vegas. I don't like to do it for a long time, but I like it for a couple of days, and then I'm ready to be back home. Yeah, fair enough. But I always feel like I, I get enough, you know, like the three days that we're there. Yeah. And we were going to see Craig while we were out there, the great Craig Cohen. Uh, we might have even seen Jasper and his lovely wife, Noelle. That would have been a lot of fun just to kind of see friends and see a goddamn show. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm assuming that they say postponed. I mean, with with the kind of contracts that these residencies have, I'm assuming this shit is going to be on at some point. So we're holding on to our tickets and seeing what happens. So we're going to play. I'm going to play you something that no other show is playing. I guarantee you this because uh, I'm such a hardcore David Lee Roth nerd. I have pretty much everything that's been released audio-wise of his. That includes Sabrina Savahe. Uh, B-sides that people don't even know about, uh, all the original songs that Ross Show has put out, covers, so I've got it all. Off of an import single of the Willie Nelson Nightlife cover, Off of Your Filthy Little Mouth, uh, were five live songs that he did for a radio telecast on the Your Filthy Little Mouth club tour, the very small tour that he did of that. Sadly, the record didn't do well, so what have you. But I've got this track. It's a live song from the Your Filthy Little Mouth album, an album that I do love. And he 
he who knows he might have actually busted this out because he was playing hits on the kiss tour maybe would have opened it up a little bit more set list wise but i guess we'll see once it happens so here's a fun little burner from that album a live version of big train There you go, kicking off with David Lee Roth and a live version of Big Train. Possibly my uh, internet friend John Reagan's playing bass on that. I think he might be. I think he did all of those shows, if I'm not mistaken. So I did not ask him in advance of the show, but I've seen live footage of it, and he's always playing bass on it. So we're going to go with that. So hello, John, if you're listening. All right, so maybe he'll do that one at the Vegas show, bring out the horns or something. That'd be kind of cool. Anyway. So this next one here, uh, this is this was going to be an interesting show because not only is it, I mean, I, I say this artist is definitely Rock Strikes Ten adjacent. We've actually played her on the show before, and she's very rock friendly and metal friendly. So she's a friend of ours. Uh, Nola is a big fan. So the reason I say this show is going to be interesting was not really just because of that, but because I obtained a ticket to the show after Nola was like, "Do you want to go?" Because I knew that if she was going to go to the show, she was going to go with her friends. 
So old Joey here was going to have to be the DD for the night. I mean, you definitely could have sat in the car for the two hours and, and played Candy Crush. Oh, turning into my mom, except without the James Clavell novel or whatever those North and South, uh, whoever did those books. Anyway, I remember, I remember my mom sitting in the back of the kiss show before she graduated or devolved to the station wagon and was reading Civil once, War novels. Once you got to a certain age, she was like... He'll be fine in there. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna wait in the car. Yeah, but I was gonna go, especially out of curiosity. I'm sure this would have been a good stage show and and being designated driver uh, to some drunk ladies, just, <laughs> or at least buzzed ladies. Yeah, I was like, eh, we don't. We're too old to get drunk at concerts. Yeah. I'm so used to seeing the women with like the big like. Oh yeah, no, we all definitely would have had like the margarita yardsticks. Oh my gosh, yeah. So this was the occasion that that evening would have been. Which I guess is postponed at this point. Postponed. Just postponed. Okay. Was going to be for the mighty Kesha. So uh, not happening as of right now, but I'm sure they will be rescheduled. You know, I'm sure a lot of you out there think that I'm just going to play What Baby Wants with Kesha and Alice Cooper, which we have played on the show before. But, um, and and I'm not going to play even the songs that she did with Eagles of Death Metal or even the songs she did with uh, the Dap Kings. Those are all great songs. Those are my favorite Kesha songs, for obvious reasons. Uh, but I'm going to go with this one. Uh, I'm audibling. You are audibling. Yeah, if that's even a word, but I like it. I'm going to keep it. Uh, so uh, this uh, it's kind of two birds kind of thing. Okay. So uh, as of this recording today, and I should be posting this today, it is a big, big, huge birthday day-to-day for this person that did a duet with Kesha, who's one of the all-time great rock icons. Dolly Parton? No. No, I could get, oh, oh, off of the Warrior album, this is Dirty Love featuring the man, the king, the ruler, Iggy Pop. can surprise you on air with something like that so that was dirty love with kesha the party girl and the birthday party boy iggy pop it's always a party when iggy's around uh listen to his record party also yeah and beat him up 
listen to that album too. Anyway, so yeah, that was a fun duet. There's some fun songs on that Warrior album. I, I really like that song, Gold Trans Am. I shouldn't like it that song at all, but it's it's a super fun, dumb, catchy song. It, so, and she does kind of sort of pseudo different stuff now, but you know, because yeah. shit happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's she's definitely grown, um, but that's not to say that she's not fun anymore. Right, right. Um, you know, she she's definitely more adult now, but that doesn't mean that she's gonna stop partying. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't as much of a 180 as Gaga did, you know, like in that sense, and which is weird because. Not as many weird things happen to her, I would bet. I mean, not that we know of. Not that we know of. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. So, who knows? Okay, anyway. uh, Google if uh, if you need any extra light shed on that. So, justice for Kesha. Okay. So, moving on here. uh, Another friend of the show. A former guest on Rock Strikes 10. Tuck Smith. And uh, back when the Biters were still active, Tuck was on our show at Rock and Pod 2. Along with Ricky Dover. Really nice guys, and that was a fun talk. Go back and listen to that one. You know, and then like very shortly after, I'd say maybe about a month or two after the expo, we heard that the biters were calling it a day. Sadly, Boo. yeah, I think it's it seemed like a combination of mismanagement, but also maybe a little bit of creative difference. Just judging by you know the style that Tuck might have been going in, it seems like so. But uh, at the same time, I'm I'm happy to hear that you know Tuck. You know, moved on right away. Uh, started a new band called Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts, named after probably my favorite Biter song, actually. So that that's cool. Uh, so man, I feel really fucking bad for Tuck, especially in this whole thing, because I mean he seems to be taking it in stride, like in the best possible way. He's doing a lot of great online videos. There's a lot of people that are being really cool and posting a lot of great, you know, home performances and stuff like that. That's a guy you definitely want to look up. Doing some great covers and originals. So go look up Tuck Smith on any uh, outlet, YouTube or whatever, what have you. Just look him up. And Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts on Facebook will keep you updated. But um, I I know you remember me telling you this a while back, but in all this craziness (laughs) and a lot of personal craziness, you might have forgotten this, Nola, but Tuck was going to not only be the opening act on a show that we actually had tickets for, mm-hmm. which was him and Airborne, which, oh my god, we'll talk about that in a minute. But he was going to be the opening act on the stadium tour for Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett. He was going to be the fifth act, opening the show, and really setting the bar for damn sure for that entire day. Uh, so, like, it was, you know, I'd say arguably the biggest tour of the summer just because of what it was. And, you know... I'm assuming postponed at this point. They haven't even officially said anything, but you got to think like even if things get normal in the next month or so, stadium shows I think are going to be a no-no. Yeah. So. Um I mean if it was a Ticketmaster show, they are not canceling events, they are postponing and air quote rescheduling. Yeah. Uh because Ticketmaster doesn't want to give refunds, so yeah. they're not going to cancel anything. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, the stadium tour that he had lined up was going to be so amazing for him. And, and I hope that opportunity stays for him. Yeah. So when this when this tour does get rescheduled, he gets to go back out and do that. Yeah, I would think that once they contact him, it would be understood that he I, I'm assuming he'd be like, well, whenever you're ready to go again. I'll be here. <laughs> like, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll figure it out. Like, let's say yeah, in some other shows, I'll figure it out, you know. So, yeah. And, and being able to get to see him at Three Links with Airborne, nonetheless, was going to be just the most to me. Which pretty much would have guaranteed that we would have been up front. Yeah. I mean, at least for his set. It might have got a little crazy for Airborne. Might have been off to the side. That's just how shit is lately. Getting a little old. But... Man, God, that was going to be the rock and roll show of the year for me. And we'll, like I said, we'll talk more about Airborne here in a second. Actually, I'll tell you what, let's double shot let's it. Let's double Noel. shot it. Why not? Uh, I got, I got stuff to edit. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, we're just going to start off here from the first physically released music from the new band Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts, and we'll finish off with an Airborne song. I'll surprise you with that. I'll tell you about all the details when we get back. But strap yourselves in. Here's Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts with "What Kind of Love."
Yeah, there you go. Of course, straight from the brain factory of what the Youngs did back in the day with ACDC. The greatest wayward sons of ACDC currently, in my opinion. That was Airborne with Too Much, Too Young, Too Fast off of one of the greatest debut albums of all time, Running Wild. That album's from like 2007 now at this point. Crazy. Something like that. But uh, yeah, nice little toe tapper there. And prior to that, we did Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts with What Kind of Love. You can find that on the EP of the same name, which I don't know if there's physical copies anymore, but we did a pre-order of it, got it signed and the whole deal. This was a, this was a charity single, at least I know that at least a, a good amount of the proceeds went to, you know, a medical charity of some, some sort. So I'm, I'm on board with that. I was going to get it anyway, so why not, right? <laughs> but no, no, I, I'm almost positive that's what it is, that, so yeah. That definitely sounds right, um... I see him talk about those things on Facebook, so, yeah. yeah. So, definitely all you frontline workers, I mean, I know nurses and doctors are getting the whole hero treatment, but let's not forget, you know, about our grocery store workers, our mail carriers. Yes. Um, all the people that deserve a living wage if they're not getting one. Yes. That are actually still having to work. Yes. And um, retail workers, even. There's some Yeah, all... All, all my Target uh, employees and my Starbucks employees, thank you so much for giving me at least some semblance of normalcy. Yeah, and sustenance. <laughs> That's pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, uh, a big fan of doctors, especially lately. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. But, you know, all, all you people, waste management workers, recycle management workers, um, all those people behind the scenes that actually keep this world turning thank you so much yeah i know we have a direct listener of the show that's uh in the trenches and uh yeah the great chris riley i I talked about that on the ask me anything episode because this was already kind of becoming a thing at that point so keep up the great work man and stay the hell safe please uh so speaking of airborne that we just played another australian band that i know i was maybe even never going to get a chance to see ever with Airborne, they're still relatively young, so I would have had a, a better chance to see them. But I feel like since this band has been around for a good 40 years, this was probably my only shot because they never play America at all. So uh, this is a show that I believe I even hit you up about. And it's one of those ones that you're like, you have a fun time. You go on your own and go to the show, you know, at, over at Trees in Deep Vellum Live. And we were going to get Rose Tattoo, which... I was like, wow, they're actually going to come to America and play shows. So I don't need to expound too much upon this. If you know who they are, you understand how rare and how special it would be to get them in America. So, uh, you know, they say the tour's postponed. I don't actually have tickets for them. I was totally going to buy the tickets, like, literally, like, days before all this shit went down. And I wasn't not going to go. I was going to go to this. No matter if it was one of those stupid shows where there's, like, four fucking openers just to sell liquor... I was going to go to this show. So hopefully it'll still happen. Hopefully they won't be too scared to travel after this. I mean, I just want to see Rose Tattoo once and I'll be fine. There's a few bands like that. Like I'm missing out on Lita Ford once again because of this. I'm never going to get to see Lita. And then we actually had something conflicting with the Alice Cooper Lita Ford show. So one of the only positives about all this right now is that we'll probably get to see that show eventually. And well, maybe I'll actually see Lita. <laughs> you got to see Lita. I did. <laughs> I showed up to the show on time. I, I got stuck at work. <laughs> okay. But that, you know, that's my luck. That's just that's just the way it is with me and Lita. It's what you get for being such a good worker. Yeah, apparently. Uh, but back to Rose Tattoo. Super excited to see him. I played this song on the show like years and years ago when I did one of the new originals. Songs that people know better as covers than the original. But here, I'm going to play it again because it's such a killer track. And I don't have a lot of stuff by him, but I have at least a couple of records by him. But you really can't go wrong with this one. So for those of you who haven't heard this yet, this song you will know uh, being more made famous by Guns N' Roses. But this one here is a killer, killer rock and roll track. One of the greatest songs ever. This is Nice Boys. Smell the sweet 
Alright, there you go. Sob story for Joey here. Uh, we'll get to see Rose Tattoo at least this year. I think I can bank on it not happening this year. But there you go, that was Nice Boys. A song, like I said, you probably heard it on Guns N' Roses Lies via a live version. But love it. Go pick up some Rose Tattoo if you have none in your life. And, yeah. So, as I get sadder and sadder as this show goes on. Also, in the interest of time uh, and to get it out today, we're going to do a massive block right now, which... I never do a forfer, but we're going to do one now. But we have good reason, right? We have super valid reasons. So, again, we were going to go to Vegas for like three days. Yeah. Like, in, in May this time and not March. Yeah. So two, two months out. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll take a month off, then we'll go back to Vegas for another three days. Yeah. For our second Vegas trip of this summer that we had planned... In order of weekend events, the second thing that we were going to go to on Memorial Day and our Memorial Day extravaganza, we were going to go back to punk rock bowling. Yeah, we did a whole episode on that last year. Well, last year we went for three days. Yeah, also true. <laughs> you know, this this year we were going to cram all of our music into one day, so we're going to cram all of our, I guess, our top four acts from that day yeah. Into this block. Yeah, so I'll tell you what. I'm just going to play it. Uh, we're going to we're gonna do Pepsi Challenge on this one. I'm not going to tell anybody any of the bands that I'm playing in advance. I'm just going to play the block. So see what you guys think, and we'll come back and I'll tell you everything you heard. So crank it up for a forfer of the Punk Rock Bowling 2020 lineup, and hopefully the 2021 lineup now, since it's been postponed an entire year officially. <laughs> so all right, enjoy your punk rock, guys. Hello. Hello. Oh yeah, I'm a nightmare, and you're my dream come true. No matter where I go, I'll love you just you. Yeah, I'm a nightmare. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a nightmare, but you know that I love you, and that you can count on me to be true. I know you know that I.
So there you go. A just a small, small amount of music you could have expected this year had you attended punk rock bowling in Vegas. But uh, what, from what I'm hearing, I know the promoters are working tirelessly to get everybody that they booked to hopefully reconfirm for the now year delayed punk rock bowling, which will be 2020 slash 2021. And uh, man, they put so much into that festival and they book all the bands and they had a lot of bands making their debut this year. And uh, so I was just excited. This was going to be a real stellar day, even though we're only going to be able to go for one of three. We We, did two of three last year. We did, I think, choose the best day to go. So hopefully the bands that got us to go this year will be there next year. Yeah, that'd be nice. So the lineup that was going to be on our Memorial Day... I played the four I was looking most forward to, probably equally for you. I'm sorry I didn't ask you in advance. No, it's but, fine. <laughs> but uh, I know one of your uh, current new favorites, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, we started off the set with them, a song called Nightmare, which is the opening track off of their album. Sorry, not sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I was going to have to look behind me, but yeah, no. Sorry, that not one, sorry. That one I knew. Yeah, fun record there. And uh, the, the second act you heard was Legendary. Legendary punk rock band. A band that actually was referenced in the High Fidelity movie as being a massive influence on Green Day. The Stiff Little Fingers. And their most probably their most well-known track, Alternative Ulster, which I played last year on the show. But since it was going to be a concert, I found a cool live version of it that was a bonus track off of one of their recent albums and included a guest spot by Ricky Warwick from The Almighty. So a little bonus there, especially for people in Europe that actually know who The Almighty is. And then after that, we heard one of the all-time greatest live bands ever, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, with a killer live version of a song that always changes the name on every release. Every time they put it on any album or a live album, the name is always different. So on the Live from the Middle East album, which is actually from a, a New Year's Eve show in Boston, uh, it's the it's called Doves and Civilians at, on this particular album, but it's always something different. I believe it's like drugs and captains, and it's always something and something else, this and that, basically. But this one on the live album is called Doves and Civilians, and it's just one of their best live songs. One of the best shows I ever saw, not just because I was on the stage, although that doesn't hurt, at least for a song. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones with Doves and Civilians off live from the Middle East, a good no frills live album with no editing for sure warts and all and it's a it sounds like there's 50 people in that club just nuts to butts it's like one of those kind of punk rock live albums it's like man that's raw as shit so the fourth song this was the big heartbreaker for me because this band is definitely on my bucket list of bands i gotta see live one of my first favorite bands madness and uh yeah that one really hurt uh so of the four bands that we played, Madness is confirmed for 2021. Oh, that's amazing news. You heard it here first. At least I heard it here first. 
Yay. So, looks like Madness could still be in my future. Uh, that was from the live album Universal Madness. Uh, a show that they played, I think, out in Hawaii or something like that with like a bunch of bands opening up for them that were like bands that grew up on them, like No Doubt and stuff like that. So yeah, that was the song Embarrassment, which I think really stands out on the live album. I could have played a lot of other songs, but I like that one a lot. It's a fun little uh, upbeat track there for you. So, all right. Yay. Confirmed for 2021. I got real thrown off by that, but in the best possible way. All right, so what else were we going to be out in Vegas for, Nola, to end off the show? And you're like, how are you going to tie into that? Well, if you're a fan, you're going to figure this out pretty quickly. But, Nola, we were also going back for something else for the second year in a row. We were. So, for the second year in a row, we were going to be attendees of All Elite Wrestling, Double or Nothing, Las Vegas, pay-per-view. Yeah. The first year was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Like hands down, yeah, and just the whole, the whole energy of of Double or Nothing last year, like, I mean, obviously it was a huge deal, just like All In was a huge deal. Yeah. Um, this was the first show under the actual was, banner. Yeah, it was like this was their first show. Yeah, so we can brag that we were at it. So there's yeah. also that. <laughs> so we were we were super excited about going again because. Of course yeah. we are. Yeah. And it was on the same weekend as Punk Rock Bowling. So done. Yeah, this could be a new tradition. Like, this I mean, could like, be our Memorial Day weekend plans. Yeah. Like, you know, fuck the lake. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, we don't need no stinking barbecues. Yeah, there's all those tourists and leafers and whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I was I was super excited about going back in May. Um, yeah. Obviously, I was excited about going to see David Lee Roth that... You know, yeah, of course, of course. But I mean, for for me, it was it was all elite wrestling and punk rock bowling. I was just like, that's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, that was one of my favorite weekends ever when we went last year. So, not being able to go, I just hope that it's going to happen in 2021. So, cross my fingers. As a, you know, if you care, or if you're a fan, or if maybe you want to go now to the next Double or Nothing, they're they're actually still going to do the card, but it's going to be empty arena or empty building or wherever they actually have it because that casino is closed until further notice. But they have told us that the one they do next year, which should be, we would think should be with a live crowd. We have the ticket still. We're still going. Yes. So there's that. Yes. We did not cash in for, uh, for, for a voucher, for a different show or for a refund. Um, we're, it's literally double or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I managed to get real good tickets. Like, I got good tickets last year. Yeah. But I got, like, real good tickets this year. Yeah. So we were just like, you know what? We're just going to let it ride. We're just going to figure this out next yeah. year. All good terminology for Vegas. So Thank you. For those of you who may not be in the know, this does tie into a song. Or at least I, I made it tie into a song. It's pretty damn direct. Uh, the first ever world champion of All Elite Wrestling La Champion, right? Yes. Did I say that right? You did. Yeah. Uh, is the one of the all-time greats, Chris Jericho. So you probably know he has a band called Fozzy. Uh, I played this song maybe a few years ago on the show, but I really want to play it again because it's just really fun. It's a good fun. song. It's a good song, and it's a fun way to end the show. And, you know, I did the thing where I was surprising you with the Iggy Pop birthday. Wanted to kind of pay tribute to this because uh, a really milestone album turned 40 last week. So... The original version is off of this album. So since Fozzie used to be really good at doing covers, they don't really do covers anymore, hardly. But kind of in the middle of their career, they did, I think, probably the best cover they've ever done, besides S.O.S., <laughs> is this one right here. So originally from Judas Priest's British Steel album, we're going to close off the show with a really good, uh, very respectable cover version, because it's hard to pull off, of uh, the Priest classic, Metal Gods. Turn it up.
from one of the better tribute albums, and it's a slightly obscure tribute album too, but if you ever see this one out and about, uh, Hellbent Forever, a tribute to Judas Priest, not really a bad song on it, and for a tribute album, that's almost a miracle. But uh, if you maybe remembered a few years ago, I played Motorhead's excellent version of Breaking the Law, also on that album. So from Hellbent Forever, a tribute to Judas Priest, that was Fozzie, led by Chris Jericho, La Champion. Uh, with Metal Gods. Great song. Hope you enjoyed that version. Something a little different. And for those of you who are friends of the show and like the talking segments, kind of cheated you on some of that this week, but I'm working tirelessly on a bunch of themes that I had thought of over the last month. I've had a lot of time to think. So uh, a lot of themes are abound. So stay tuned. And of course, I'll be putting out the show on a regular basis once again. Till further notice... And I can almost guarantee you and promise you that it won't be for anything as horrible as what just happened to me a few weeks ago. So, Nola, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I want to thank you for being my concert partner and the most amazing planner. She's like a like a like a travel guide for shows. Like, like she always winds up just buying the tickets, and or if we're on road trip and navigates me. So she's just like a perfect companion for this. And no, you can't have her. She's all mine. I'm totally locked in forever. Not even the heart attack could stop me there. So uh, uh, made it worth coming home to for sure. So Nola, just extra special thanks to everything you've done, helping me with my new diet. I just want to personally thank you on the air for all that. Shut up. (laughs) You are my absolute favorite thing in the whole world. No, you're my favorite. All right. All right. Being all mushy. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. And uh, just thank you, friends, for listening to the show. Uh, we're not done yet with Nola, so stay tuned for Nola and the best damn outro song in the business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cat Willow an extra treat. We are on Twitter at rockstrikes 10 and the direct email is rockstrikes 10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have Rock Strikes 10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message us for more details or to order. U.S. or APO boxes only. For now. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all of the episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, please check out our other quality shows, including The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other, The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative, The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure, Talking Rock, with Joey and the great Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.